0: Hey Trekoff fans this is Justin and we have 10 days left to raise the money that we need to make Trekoff the motion picture now if you've been listening and wondering should you do it should you not just go to TrekoffMovie.com and watch the video that's there and decide based on that um, we're trying to make something really fun uh, if we make our goal it's going to be incredibly cool uh, so please go to TrekoffMovie.com. Uh, just saw today of all things that they were able to raise two million dollars for the Veronica Mars reboot movie that they're going to be doing so If they can do that, we can do this. So uh, Please go to trekoffmovie.com and see how you can be part of Trek Off the Motion Picture. Okay, enough of that. Here's Trek Off the Podcast. The episode you're about to listen to has lots and lots of harsh language, so listener discretion is advised. It's time for Trek Off, a two-handed Kirk punch to your nuts. Hi, welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin.
1: And my name is Alexia.
0: And this is sort of, I want to call this our, our first, uh, we can call it a trek-off supplemental. Um,
1: <laughs> yes, that's perfect. It should be a trek-off supplemental.
0: Because we are, we are not actually, for our very first time, we're doing our very first remote uh, recording. Um, very much like I did With, uh, with um, Ben from Red Shirts we, uh, Once that was done um, It so happened that you weren't able to get in Because um, we wanted to get uh, Like a few extra out uh, While we're doing the campaign because we talked so much About making the movie a trick Off movie.com that you can be part of um, That we That, that <laughs> we, we've, we We've not talked about uh, Star Trek as much as maybe we would have liked to so, um, so now we decided that, uh, we wanted to get like a couple in, and, um, along with that desire to get a couple in came suddenly and out of the blue the inability to get together to record. Um, <laughs>
1: So, you know, because that's the way the world works, right?
0: <laughs> so, um so while we promised that uh that we will have a new regular episode on uh in our normal 10 days time span, uh we thought that we would get one, maybe two uh extra in uh in this way, uh just to just to give you a little extra while this is going on while we're doing the yeah, campaign. Even
1: you realize you're going to have to call it Trekov su- supplemental.
0: Trekov like. supplemental. Um so I decided today I'm completely on my own without uh even asking uh you first. Um uh That should
1: be great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, a,
0: it's a wonderful way to Okay, do I things. have to
1: note though for a second that even yeah. when I like like take like seriously put the mic like arm's length away when I laugh. It's still like really I, there's nothing I can do,
0: man. I know. No. Is. Okay. So what? So what? She's talking about is the fact that for the very first time, she is having to face what I have had to face. Uh, in, oh, in what was you? But it's true, though. It's it's your your normal speaking volume is less than mine, um, and your laughing yes. volume is more than mine. Um, that so, is true also. So finding Now there, if if I had a, a true setup, as it should be, um, I would have you running through an external uh, compressor limiter, which would take care of all of that before it even got to the computer. Oh,
1: that sounds fancy. What is that?
0: Um, I have one, but it doesn't fit this kind of mic. It's essentially, it's a piece of equipment that uh, cuts you off at a certain, like once you get up to... A certain volume it just stops it right there that's a limiter and then if your compressor it turns you up oh. a little well. i probably would just do the limiter i wouldn't do the compressor um and that's I, fucking
1: brilliant though I like do, i should just like walk around with one of those on well, like because my mom is always fond of saying that i just have two volumes well like, i can't yeah. be heard or too fucking loud i have a
0: digital <laughs> version of that that i can do after the fact but it doesn't help once we've blown out so it is what it is, man. Uh, we, we make do with what we have. Um, yes, we do. Uh, so um, before we get into our topic, which we'll discuss in a moment, uh, I want to talk about another uh, supplemental trek off that I'm going to do hopefully with you, but possibly without you uh, with Daniel Ross this week um, that I would love to do with you if you're available. But uh, he is about to finish Deep Space Nine. Um, oh, wow. And, and okay. And here's the thing; he's uh, pretty critical of it, to be honest. He's a little underwhelmed.
1: Really? Oh, see, because a, he should be watching the original series because he it's is, better.
0: Well, he's a little he's a little underwhelmed. Specifically, he feels like it, it he he feels like it went on too long. He feels like it burnt out after season five. That that there are that that the show is making mistakes. That there are clearly filler episodes happening, um, and that there are too many characters. Um, i mean
1: i really did feel by the end that ds9 like as much as i liked it that it had gotten like there was all this warring and all this stuff and everything was so big because it was like they had nowhere else to go i guess
0: well you see he feels like the other way he doesn't mind the or he seemed to feel like he didn't mind the war episodes but that he was like not digging where you'd have war episode war episode funny ferengi episode you know it, it seemed oh, see, like but
1: i like that stuff i don't want all the like you know warring and you know raw all the time or whatever
0: you see and I feel like one or the other might have been what like either you or he would like but maybe they were trying to please all people I guess they meet right in my sweet spot where I like both the you know the the light-hearted Vic Fontaine episodes although look I will be the first to admit that it is it is hard to accept that they're doing both a, a Vulcan baseball game and they're doing an Oceans Eleven in the HoloSuite when like you kinda want to go, What the what the fuck is the senior staff right, doing? Like, this, seriously. Uh, like, dude, there's like a war
1: on. Yeah, like what are you like, all doing? <laughs> like, shouldn't you be doing some important shit?
0: And how and how am I supposed to take the next super serious episode when I know the last episode seemed to be completely consequence free?
1: Like, well, like you have to understand, dude, that, that what happens is when there's a big intergalactic war going on you really you need to decompress you need those well, I, days where that's all you thing. do is hang out in the holodeck right
0: except that except they're not <laughs> a a they're not like even discussing decompressing and b they're be are like
1: like it's just the a whole Tuesday. staff oh, i know the whole know.
0: senior staff all of them <laughs>
1: Uh, everybody you know, they're pals like what are they supposed to do get other friends to be able to go on the holiday i know like
0: like like <laughs> Ben benjamin zisco is like like can you imagine like let's just put it in the business world right or let's put it let, let's
1: let's <laughs> let, let's put it in the business world
0: You've got a, you've got a a major corporation and the major corporation, there's a, there's an attempted hostile takeover by another major corporation and they're coming over and that's in the midst of, um, a major audit. So let's say the audit is the (laughs) war and at the same time, okay. the, the hostile takeover is all the stuff that's happening down on Bajor sort of at right. the same time. Because let's not forget... Well, yeah, because the there's under.
1: like the infiltration and the spying yeah. and all that so, kind of stuff, right? So
0: all that's going on at the same time. Then can you imagine if the CEO, the CFO, the COO, the the head of HR, the the you know vice president in charge of development, and then you also have Quark and Rom. So, so you have... <laughs> You know, ah,
1: so um ooh, so um the the lunch guy yeah the, the guy lunch, that works the, the lunch in the,
0: guy the lunch guy's brother who is yeah. now part of now part of the cfo who knew, who, who do, he,
1: does, he does the vending machine
0: no 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 because no, because at this point rom's like a crucial engineer on the station so oh that's so, right that's so right. you're talking like your 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 lead accountant
1: well, Yo. so he started as the vending machine yeah. guy, and then he wound up doing, like, um, I mean, the, seriously. The troubleshooting the computers and stuff.
0: I mean, let's be clear. When Rom is kicked out of the game, <coughs> when Rom's kicked out of the game, he doesn't have anything else to do. He sits in the stands to watch them practice. That's how not busy he is on this particular week.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's so it
1: was his week off dude come on i know
0: but <laughs> like it's like seriously i could just imagine like like the dominion taking over and just going yeah you know what not worth it anymore maybe that maybe that was what was going on as they were trying to m- convince the dominion that they're just too wacky <laughs> like that's
1: just just like seriously you don't you don't want to try to take this place over i mean we do shit like this i mean it like, doesn't we make just fucking any sense. peace out all of us any sense when the shit is real
0: <laughs> um but i love it i i mean i have to admit i i i, still, I mean i guess i never
1: really thought about it like that like, but it's true there's, you can't there's, have there's, fl- no it is it. it is
0: um so i uh, i thought that we would talk today about um if you well, do cool, so
1: that was a prelude of 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 us wanting to potentially talk with with, with ross with, with ross which about which, his which, experience
0: which i'm going to try to do this week um I will. Uh, I. I well, will. Well, shouldn't we
1: observe a moment of silence for him? Like, aren't we supposed to do that?
0: <laughs> um, well, you know, we we haven't had enough Ross in our lives, and we need to have more. No, Ross.
1: we haven't. I agree.
0: Um, but uh, I wanted to ask you. Um, you've seen a couple of the documentaries about uh, Star Trek fans, correct? Um, I like mean...
1: a long time ago. Like the most recent documentary I saw that was like Star Trek related was really the Captain. Did you watch Trekkies which and Trekkies really isn't. too? Like, I feel like I did, but like a long
0: time ago. All right. Well, I want to talk really quick. It's one of the two uh, subjects that I wanted to hit today Um, uh, is, do you feel, uh, uh, using that as a basis, that uh, Star Trek uh, and Star Trek fans are treated fairly in the media? Hmm. Um. And, uh, and specifically, um, I'll tell you where this all came from. Um, when we went to Farpoint, which we talked about last week, um, uh, <coughs> especially after you, especially after you left and people started getting real cause they'd gotten used to me being there and me showing up, I started occasionally having, uh, people refuse to go on camera. And one person said when I, when, when I tried to get an interview, they said, I've been in enough and they were angry, and I was like, "What? What do you mean? Wow!" And and they they were like, they were like, "I was in Trekkies, and I don't like the way that you guys treat us."
1: Oh wow! Did they not realize that you were like actually a fan?
0: Um, like well, not
1: someone trying to make fun, or well, I mean, that, we're not really making fun. We aren't. It's all in good fun.
0: Well, I <laughs> mean, but but I mean, I think that's something to talk about because we we've come straight out and said that we're. We're doing a, a a star trek comedy documentary and and i can understand given that history that it would make people you know nervous but i mean it, i mean do you feel like like specifically like even in the even in the captains did you feel like there was a a bit of a a, a little wink at like oh look at those silly star trek fans um Um, And that it was maybe not as respectful as it could have been regarding the fans themselves.
1: You know, I, I do feel like there, there was, um, and probably still is like a stigma, you know what I mean? Attached to being like a Trekkie to being a really big fan. Um, I think it's, changing a little bit because being geeky is becoming more cool and you know the new Star Trek movies is more mainstream so um, but even then I still feel like the, the number of people who would maybe like the new Star Trek movies right like because they're like mainstream and, and they're cool right Yeah. like those people still don't occur to me as the type of people that would go to a con
0: no no not at all I mean, those people are like the they, they wouldn't even have seen you know They wouldn't have even seen uh, Deep Space Nine. It
1: would be... Just the movie. Exactly. So they wouldn't, there would be no, they wouldn't think it was cool to go to a conference that was, you know, a sci-fi conference of any kind and, you know, one that specifically Star Trek would seem, you know what I mean, like too much. Like they, I feel like, you know, in that respect, the sort of the general public, um, still make fun of some of, you know, the more extreme fans, or, you know, the fans in general who, like, I, I personally think it's great. Like, I love it. I love going there, seeing people dressed up, you know, um, I think that's, it's, it's like a mini Halloween. It's so much fun. Like, I don't, I don't know what there, I don't understand what there is to ridicule there. Like, I, like, legitimately don't get it. Um, but yet I feel like that's that tends to be the um, the vibe, you know what I mean? Like medialize. like maybe it's not super, super negative, but it is kind of like, oh, aren't they funny? Oh, yes. You Look know what I them. mean?
0: They're so cute. You know, that's yeah, I feel and I feel that that's been, you know. Even though as geek friendly as he is, uh, you know, people like like Conan O'Brien would always sort of do, you know. A little making fun of bits of the Star Trek fans in particular, and 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 Star Wars fans, and and I think yeah, that, because
1: we're pretty extreme, you know, we go we go pretty far in in our love for it.
0: Yeah, but and I mean, I why that that, why is that? I mean, why is that? Any, I don't different? know why. That's like, I think like the reason sports fans dress 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 up, and some of them you know take off their shirts and paint their bodies, and you know, yeah, like, you know,
1: and but but people still think even the extreme ones in that. Like I do feel like there's some level of ridicule there but that being said you're right like that's only if you like get all painted like full body painted up or whatever but like plenty of people when there's a game going on like they've all got jerseys on they've all, you know they, what I mean they,
0: sometimes they painted their face a little bit that's really common and you'll even see yeah. like, like chicks with, the, with with like the football makeup underneath their eyes you know and, and yeah
1: and that's totally acceptable like that's fine that's not weird we don't make fun of that but, you know, and that kind of actually pisses me off now that you bring it up. Like, yeah, it kind of makes, makes me mad. Like, what? So uh, enjoying sport to that extent, you know, is somehow OK and accepted. And like, but if you like sci-fi that much, well, that's a little it's a little weird. Well, like, like, what the fuck is that?
0: Like, like, I'll give you an example. And this is that, you know, you know that I'm not that, that I'm not an original series guy as much as I am next gen era guy. Um, but right. now original series now being part of the 60s um, And probably bolstered somewhat by the new movies um, uh, I have an original series Star Trek t-shirt uh, It just says Star Trek has a picture of the Enterprise on it um, They just sell it at Target now And I saw it and I was like yeah I'll pick it up And at no point do I feel like anyone thinks that that's geeky Because it's it's sort of It goes along with the retro thing Like my son has a, has a Pac-Man t-shirt You know what I mean? Like there's this whole yeah. like you can you can wear a an, an old 80s like you can wear a t shirt with the the symbol for cobra on it, and and it's kind of like oh I get it. There's an irony almost to it. Um, so I don't I don't feel at all like. But if I would never wear I I would still not out in public like on my regular days wear a shirt that says like Star Trek: The Next Generation or like even the stuff I I would wear in high school that I would, you know, not have problem with wearing like the, you know, I had one of the, uh, 10 reasons why Picard is better than Kirk t-shirt. And then there was the inverse of that. The (laughs) 10, the 10 reasons why Kirk is better than the Picard t-shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, and it, mine, mine was like one, you know, the, the Kirk one would go one word hair, you know, and,
1: and,
0: (laughs) you know, and, 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 and that's like, that was the, you know, I I had that and I would I would kind of get away with wearing it but you know looking back I one I was in the heyday of Next Gen when everybody were everybody watched Next Gen but also I was maybe a little less self-aware um and I think maybe I feel self-aware because of things like uh Trekkies Trekkies is uh it really puts together it really makes one it focuses on the extremes in particular like the you know we got some bad press there was a there was a lady who look she can wear what she likes that's fine but she had to go to jury duty and she went dressed in uh, a starfleet uniform um, because she said that those were those were her beliefs and that's what she felt that was her system of philosophy was star trek and that's that is in my opinion maybe a little extreme um But yeah, I mean, I could see that. I guess, um, but I would say that her doing that did not help my ability in regular public to wear a t-shirt, because I think that that opened up the floodgates. And she's covered in Trekkies, and in Trekkies too, they almost apologize for it. They're a little more respectful of it. But I almost feel like there's this sort of wink and a nod to go like, like, look at these guys, how silly they are. And even in the captains, like even in the captains, you get the sense, you know. You know, William Shatner is walking around, and he's he's sort of, you know, I I I don't want to say he's being mean, but I feel like he's being condescending sometimes. Really, a little bit. Like I don't know.
1: I mean, I feel like I, I feel like that may have been true at one point. Um, not not when I he's talking to like the other,
0: not when he's talking to the other actors, but and, and no,
1: no, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like the, the the snippets when he's walking in cons and that kind of thing, and and like people are going nuts, right? because it's Shatner. Well, when they're going um,
0: when when they're going nuts, yeah, I I mean he's he's certainly like, "Hey, how you doing?" you know, that I feel like that that's genuine, but there are times where you you just get this look where he goes like, "Who are these people? What is wrong with these people?" You know, why are they like I don't sense that and if there's a question that I would want to ask, um like if I could get him uh, and talk to him and I and I kind of, you know, I wish I could have thought of um asking this of, of Billingsley when I met him was uh you know and and even more so um although i know the answer to this a little more with felicia day um i'd want to ask them you know what did what was the thing that you geeked out about i mean there's got to like doesn't everybody have something like doesn't everybody have that thing that you're more of just sort of a fan of you know what i mean i mean wh- whether it's I comics mean, or, or trek or star wars i don't or, that,
1: no not everybody really? but yeah i mean like, the kind of people that I would like, but <laughs> well, but I mean,
0: I can't think of anyone that I know that doesn't have that thing that they love, even if that thing is oh, like you know the the Steelers. You know they they love the Steelers, so they you know my wife's company's uh, colors are red and yellow, or, or rather yellow and black, because they're uh, they're such Steelers fans. That's yeah, no, how-
1: no, I know, I, I I certainly have seen like I think that most people fall in that category, but I do know people who just they're just kind of toasty you know they're like just they like, don't have a passion about anything um i don't know how that works i yes. had a taste of it when i watched Les mis and i was horrified i was like i, I can't live my life like this um but what
0: what about Les mis
1: oh um so i finally saw Les mis oh yeah um and being you know, a geek on a number of fronts and, you know, particularly doing a lot of theater and never having seen it, it was kind of a big deal. So like, I, and, and it had this great cast, like amazing. So I'm expecting, and like, we've talked about this. I mean, I am, I'm fucking easy, you know, like I can count on one hand, the number of things that I've seen that I didn't like, like that I could actually not find something redeemable where I would be like, that was just fucking poo. Like, that's very rare. Like, even things that are just really ridiculous that you would think are awful, I'd be like, yeah, but, but didn't it have this charm? Like, I can find that kind of stuff, you know? Like, and I'm very easily moved. You know, I'm a pretty emotional and passionate person. So, like, it really doesn't take much. Um, so I was really sort of expecting this to be this huge thing because people, you know, always talk about it. Les Miz, les Miz. you know, it's this huge thing. And, um, I didn't feel anything for the most part.
0: Really? Like
1: like people were acting their asses off. Like and I could tell. You know what I mean? Like I saw the 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 wealth of emotion that they were putting out and it just wasn't touching me. Like it was the most bizarre feeling I've ever had where like I just felt like one long monotonous depressing song. Like and and it's like I've always thought I liked musicals and like it's made me question that like do i like musicals because i really didn't care for it like i i've seen it once and literally if someone hums like less than a bar i can i go is that lame, is? like it's that's so
0: funny because i it all sounds
1: so the same
0: even i got really choked up watching it i mean i i was i was you know i know like and i had
1: just talked to you about it like you had just told me how you felt like about um Um, oh my god Anne hathaway's performance right so like i'm waiting for it and like she really did she acted her ass off yeah you know what i mean she acted the shit out of that song i'm not at all you know what i mean blind to that and yet i really wasn't moved like because the music wasn't doing its job do you know what i mean like that's that's how i felt i'm it was so bizarre It really was like, and I actually spent a couple of days, like talking to people and saying, tell me why Les Mis is good. Like legitimately wanting to understand it because like, I just didn't feel anything. Yeah. Well, that's the thing.
0: It's, it's, it's good because it's an overwhelming emotional experience. And if you felt nothing, I don't know what to say to you. Like I,
1: I, I I don't either. Like I was really worried. I was scared. I was like, is this what other people are like? This is what (laughs) it's like when they watch movies. That's awful. I was like, I can't live like this. I was like, that's just terrible.
0: That's pretty funny.
1: So, like, I really, like, I immediately scrambled to find something else to watch to see if I was emotionally moved because I was like, I, I was worried I was broken. I may need to (laughs) go on therapy. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I need some Star Trek because I really, I'm really, really worried right now that nothing matters and I don't feel anything and I'm broken. I
0: know,
1: um,
0: I, I, Les Miserables doesn't make me cry, but man, when that when that Picard blows out a candle, goodness gracious me.
1: It does, man. Like, that's what's so strange. It's, it's that what you're saying. Like, I mean, I know you're making kind of a joke, but like, it's kind of true. Like, it really, like, I really wasn't, I think I like maybe shed a tear.
0: That's surprising. Like I, I find end. that I find that really surprising.
1: It that. really was for me as well. I I was really kind of floored by it. Like it kind of spun my world a little bit. Goodness um, gracious! Yeah, I still kind of don't know what to do about it. In truth, but uh, um, just
0: let it go. Let it go and know that if it doesn't have lasers, you're probably not going to like it. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that but i mean there's somebody asked me like but that's I, not
1: true that's not totally accurate but like right, yeah, so I, I had
0: i had um there was a friend of mine and i and i don't want to say that we that that we had any kind of falling out but there was like there was so we used to hang out all the time like like uh first all, we were high school friends and then we used to hang out all the time um and then uh and then uh we just sort of lost touch and um he, uh, he and I have been, you know, sort of talking on Facebook again recently, and he uh, is a listener now to the show. Um, and uh, finally, we got a chance after what had been like eight or nine years. Uh, we we went um, and and hung out uh, last night, and it was really fun. It was really, it was really, really awesome. And while we were there, we started talking about you know the shows we watch and what we're into, and and. The truth of the matter is is that they kept naming shows like like his wife watched, you know, this sitcom or that sitcom, or somebody was watching, you know, The Bachelor and somebody else was watching, and and they, you know, they all like sports. And I'm kind of going, you know, at least my friend was enough of a, uh, and this guy's a, like, this guy's a really cool, was very, like, in high school, very alt, alternative guy. And he's taken that sort of alt, what was sort of a, a fuck you attitude in high school, and he's turned it around to be, um, A very kind of laid back guy in his 30s like he seems relatively unflappable which is kind of Mm -hmm. cool to be able to take the too cool for school and and turn it into just being a laid laid back dude um uh and and he uh he at least could could relate in terms of having watched some some i think it was battlestar that he had also watched and stuff and he's got at least enough of the the um vocabulary the geek vocabulary geekulary Trademark. Geek Alert, Geeks Radio. Um, uh, He's got that, but not like still they would they would talk about shows. And and I kind of had to admit that, like, if it doesn't have in terms of books or shows, if there isn't an element of supernatural in it. Or or science fiction in it, it's like it's really hard to grab me. And it's a great time for me in terms of entertainment because there's so uh there's so much out there right now everything i just uh today i saw um uh oz um
1: oh how was it
0: um it was great uh it was fine uh it's and i don't want to spend too much time on it because i swore i would talk about star trek this time around um Um, uh, we've been
1: talking about star trek
0: (laughs) suffice to say that it's uh that it's it's really good um it's ultimately going to be disappointing for absolutely anybody who liked the wizard of Oz. And the reason is, well, no, it's, it's, you got to be okay with that though. The wizard of Oz is in my opinion, the greatest film ever made. Um, it's not, it's not my favorite film. It's not one that I go back to all the time, but I, but it has for generation after generation, after generation, after generation, it's the film is 80 years old. Almost. It's nearly 80. Wow. I mean that's that's yeah. a, that's an old movie, and yet it continues to hold up. The emotion in it continues to hold up. The special effects, inexplicably, with with a few exceptions, continue to hold up. It is a film <laughs> that, that I watch that film and I go, I don't know how they made that without computers. Like really? I, I don't, I don't know how they got. Glenn I feel like in- I need
1: to go back and do a watch of that now.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just it's it is a it is a perfect film that accomplishes everything it's trying to do. Um and that being the case, any film you make that's supposed to be a prequel to that, maybe this is the problem that the prequel trilogy had. Um when you have or that the Hobbit is happy now with Lord of the Rings. I saw the I saw the Hobbit three times. You see The Hobbit? Mm hmm So the the thing is about the Hobbit is it's not as good as Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is perfect it's really really yeah. amazingly flawless and the hobbit has some flaws so the hobbit is this good solid not it's not a B movie it's a, it's a movie with a grade of B B plus maybe um <laughs> but when you put it next to the perfection you know if it wasn't called the <laughs> hobbit if it was called you know the little guy and it had nothing to do with lord of the rings and you saw the hobbit you'd be that's a fucking great movie I yeah really are really like right that. you're not comparing it and and the same thing holds true for Oz. Is that it's you know it's from beginning to end. It's it's maybe a little slow. Uh, James Franco doesn't necessarily give the great world's greatest performance. Um, you know it it probably could could have stand could have stood to have like 20 minutes cut out. Uh, but in general, the effects are flawless, the story's fine, the, the nods to the original are fun, the, uh, the way they get out of it, the solution that the main characters come up with to, to defeat the bad guys is, is, is interesting and, and it sort of has a, 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 a non-violent philosophy. That I re- Even though I make violent movies and I like violent movies, I appreciate the, the philosophy that this movie took um of mm-hmm. like almost complete non there's only like one small battle and that was my big problem with alice in wonderland is that there was no violence in the original alice in wonderland so when they made did the remake sequel thing they did the fact that there's a big epic battle you kind of go well that's that is completely a departure from alice yeah. in wonderland and this did not while it is tonally different it is not a complete departure and when i watch wizard of office from now on i will think of this movie. Um, when I look at the Wicked Witch, I will think of her origin. When I look at the Wizard, I will think of his origin. It absolutely fits, and and I liked it, but mm-hmm. I walked away origin uh, initially disappointed because I was disappointed in in like I wasn't amazed and awed by the film, and I realized the reason I wasn't was because the first one is so perfect; it's really hard to live up to it. You can't live up to it, so it's mm-hmm. um. So I I I feel bad um, for some of the bad reviews that this film is getting because it's you know it it's it is an above average film that is worth your money to see that is that is certainly passes the time uh, well uh, keeps you engaged and is is fun to look at at almost all phases of the film uh, and yet you know people people are are. S- slamming it because it's not the Wizard of Oz. Well, of course it's not. What's the Wizard of Oz except the Wizard of Oz?
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> so, so that's a fair point.
0: And maybe that's maybe that's the problem with with these continuations. I mean, I don't know what I would have thought of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, or what I would have thought of of uh, a Good Day to Die Hard. You know what? No, no, fuck that movie. No, um, yeah, no, fuck
1: that movie. Yeah, no. <laughs> I still haven't seen it, but. I, I trust your judgment.
0: Yeah, um, no, which don't, might be I mean,
1: wrong for me to just do. Just take. I, yeah. To be clear, I'm still gonna watch it because you, well, I it, have to. As I said but. to you,
0: as I said to you before, um, you if you want to watch it, you can. If you want to save the money and you want to save yourself two hours, take out the DVD of Die Hard, take a shit on it, and just stare at that for a little while. <laughs>
1: Stop it.
0: Because
1: <laughs> it's sort
0: of the same
1: experience. Um, wow.
0: So I. Uh,
1: but I believe the point you were making is that I oh, hey, well, have a tendency to only watch those things which have a supernatural or science fiction sort of bent to them. Um, well, oh, and let me let me. And I would say that's true too.
0: Let me bring it back to Trek a little bit. Um, uh, in in what we were talking about. Um, and and I know you're trying to segue back to where I was before, but it, this is an interesting thing. Why does the new Trek work then? If this is true about The Wizard of Oz and this is true about Crystal Skull and this is true about the Alice in Wonderland remake and this is true about Episode 1 and this is true about Die Hard and this is so... So when it's you, True about so
1: many things.
0: Yeah, that 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 when they when the whole idea is that they're going, "Hey, this thing was popular a while ago. Let's make it popular now because we don't have a lot of other ideas." It was true of the nightmare on Elm Street remake, it was true of the Friday the 13th 13th remake. It was I mean just in general, these things are whether or not they're good or bad, they're they're almost universally derided.
1: But uh, I think the reason is the reason that it works for Trek, I think is because um because they went back to the original series. Like, yeah. I think if they had tried to do something um, that had been more recent and tried to, like, reboot that somehow, I don't think that would have gone as well. I think that we would have wound up with a um, with the comparison situation. Um, I think that so much time has passed that it's difficult to make a direct comparison. And what they did right was... Changed the timeline use the fact that you have time travel in a science fiction universe to their advantage so that's the single biggest important thing that I think that they did right that made it still work because if they had in fact just gone ahead and rebooted Star Trek Just as it was Um
0: getting really think that yeah. it would
1: have I think I think it would have suffered from that But I think they they did it enough that you've got the characters that you love, they're still they still wind up together, um, but that the circumstances have changed enough that there's a reason to watch this new one, right? Because like that's the real issue, I think. Like when you when you go back to reboot something that that like maybe you should just leave alone. It's like there isn't something to revisit, there isn't something to explore right like you did that shit just fine the last time like anytime they talk about a lot of these you know old 80s movies that they want to revive like they want to do another back to the future I'm like why the fuck would you do that there's nothing wrong with the first one I'd see it like
0: I'd be like you don't (laughs) I'd go see it though
1: I would too but like that would be be upset I would be I would be worried I wouldn't see it because I'd be excited and and happy and and I was and I was worried
0: before the, the before the last track movie came out I was worried um, I, I was I'm, mostly I'm not, excited, I'm though. I'm not now.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not now. But, like, I think that the difference, like, the, the, I've always held that the things that I felt like you could go ahead and redo, like, from the 80s and, and have that shit work is stuff that we didn't have the technology to quite do right back then. And I feel well, like, I, you know, I, the original Star I, Trek is, is ripe for that. You know, that they didn't have the budget... They didn't have you know what I mean? Like I, I love it. I still love it. I watch part it today of it, and enjoy it. Do you think
0: but. do you think part of it is that, you know, this what you have to bring it back to what we started talking about is that the bloom was off the rose, so to speak. That that Star Trek was out. Nobody liked Star Trek anymore. Nobody watched the end of Enterprise. I mean, they canceled Enterprise because nobody was watching. Uh Nemesis just failed. Nobody went to go see it. That that there was a there wasn't this deep love for star trek anymore in the general population um there certainly we had our 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 core fans which is you which is me yeah but (laughs) but but in the general population you didn't have you know we weren't where we were in 1994 you know or when first contact came out we were it was it was now much more marginalized we went from being the you know the end of next gen getting like 25 million viewers, I think something like that And the end of, of, of enterprise getting four. Wow. You know, I, I mean, that's that like, like, do you think that the, that the thing was, is that now that it was no longer, it, it had gone from being cool to not cool to, to the sense of it being washed up and enterprise had been gone for, you know, enterprise had been gone for, you know, three or four years which in Hollywood terms is you know you know, by the time they greenlit the new movie but in Hollywood terms that's that's a lifetime you know and Nemesis had been Nemesis was was nearly like eight years old at that point
1: yeah that's is, di- I think I think the direct comparison here is really with the end of the the features because yeah. I don't because it's not the same you, you don't tell the story in the same way um, well that's the thing though right and why if, you watch, I think-
0: if if you watch Nemesis it's like the effects in the new in in the Star Trek reboot you know they they are better than Nemesis but they're they're in the same league Nemesis is an expensive good-looking film with with No no I know yeah. what
1: I, but what I'm saying is is that the, that's part of why I think this worked like the we hadn't seen an original series movie yeah for a very long time
0: do you think that the that the stigma though is almost the reason you can revamp it to go you know what look at this thing that you thought sucked it doesn't really suck if you do it this way so i mean
1: maybe for the i mean because but i don't think that the core i mean i guess for the the general populace but i think that the core fans um but we don't matter but who they we were don't, counting but, on
0: but but we don't matter anymore i mean that's the thing it comes what it comes down to is most of us i have,
1: disagree i wholeheartedly disagree of course we matter because we matter we, okay. they uh, couldn't count on us right you can't count on the general populace yeah but what like i'm when saying they went to, to do but, that shit they could count on us to show up
0: yeah but that's the thing is that counting on us wasn't enough that's why i'm saying we don't matter is that is that we showed how much you could count on us with enterprise and nemesis i mean we showed nemesis you know i think it made like 50 million dollars and 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 enterprise you know you can it, you and and we had aged since then so as as star trek fans go you know we we our population had 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 dwindled people i know who are yeah. big star trek fans when they were younger weren't star trek fans anymore and then we had also um we had aged so we're most of us were no longer in our in our 20s when when going to see a movie was the thing to go do and we had disposable income because we didn't have any responsibilities and we, you know what I mean? Like, like, like the, the fact is, is that, you know, I, it is more difficult. Like, why did I go see Oz today? Why is Oz the movie I went to go see? Do you think?
1: Because it was, um, because I could go see it with, with, with my,
0: with my movie going partner, who is who your, your
1: wife
0: and your kids. No, not even my wife. That's that's the thing. I've seen Wreck-It Ralph. I've seen Escape from Planet Earth. I've seen Oz the Great and Powerful. I am. I mean, that that's the movies that I go see. I have to like to get out to see a movie that is not appropriate for a six year old is difficult for me. That's a a difficult thing for me to go do so so if it were star trek because i am a core core fan because it's you know star trek is so important to me I'll, I'll go see it if it comes out but if if i'm a if i'm as much a fan of star trek as let's say i am of um i'm trying to think of a franchise that i like a lot but i but i can skip if i need to um there's so many franchises out there too like uh, okay so if if now that the avengers have come out i guess i'm a big marvel fan too but if I, I almost missed the last Batman movie. I didn't see it till like 4 weeks in, and I almost didn't see it at all. And I'm a big Batman fan. I love I love comic. Who who loves comic book movies more than me? But I almost yeah. just I almost just sort of skipped it because you know, that's you know, getting a babysitter. It's if it's always between that and something else, you know, and and you know, if we weren't going to show up to to Nemesis because The Two Towers was in theaters at the same time. And Harry Potter was in theaters at the same time. Then, then, now that it's this much later, you know, we're we're th- we're that much older. Um, yeah,
1: we're that much older. But, but there's a key difference here. Like, I do think that they counted on us. I disagree with you. I think that we were their safety net, and I think that that you're right. Time had passed, and that meant that we had time to indoctrinate our own children into Star Trek. I don't think there was enough time to get
0: them to that movie, though. That's um, a, I think that movie is a big risk. I disagree. But, no, because that's because we, I, and again, uh, we, you and I skew young for Star Trek fans, um, you know, because there, I'm sure there are plenty of people who have 11, 12, 13 year old children who are, who are Star Trek fans now. Uh, yeah. And, and, that, and that's year what year I'm fans.
1: saying. That, those, th- those, that age group could go see it.
0: Yeah, sure. And you, and, and, and because it's original series, maybe that's, you know, but it's, it was such a risk for them to make it as high budget as they did because no way the, the because core, it
1: was like you had us like the core fans like the difference was we the couldn't core have paid for it
0: though we couldn't have paid for, it, we, we have paid but, for it like that with the budget they had there weren't enough core fans the core fans could not have paid for that film
1: no the the core fans could have the core fans divided maybe not like you brought up nemesis and like there were other things out at that time that were just breaking that were the same demographic were the same people, you know, and like the difference is when, when this new Star Trek reboot came out, there was what like the end of Harry Potter, like, there really wasn't the same level of I don't know, know sci fi or fantasy movies I don't know if that's vying for th- our th- attention. And, and when we were fatigued um, on the show, that's a very different situation, it's a different kind of commitment. Well, and I and I think that's the big thing is movie. that
0: that 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 even your casual fans had not been able to have any new Star Trek. But I mean, it's it, look, I I still I still maintain that it was a bit of a risk, um, but it was it, it, like calculated, certainly, and certainly they they pulled it off. You know, the thing is, is that the the people who are not as much like I'm really interested to see how this one does financially because I know that the last one. Um, there's a there's a uh, a good segment of the of the core fans that are um who don't like it. Like there's a good segment of the core fans who really? who feel like it's Star Wars in a Star Trek package. And that it's a lot mm. of running and shooting and and you know attitude and hutspa and and that the the more introspective, you know, slower Star Trek is not there that they that it is that JJ Abrams wanted to do Star Wars, never thought he'd be able to, so this was as close as he could get. Evidently, that's not true. Um, right, <laughs> don't get me started on that, shit yeah, again. yeah, but but and I see, I see where they're coming from. It is, it, it, it has as much to do with Star Wars as Star Trek, this, the, this last one that came out, um yeah i mean like like it's just it's it's a no dip. it's
1: it's definitely it's more action oriented it's i mean yeah yeah it's and more, that's why i said it's you more know i, I want it's more like it's it's
0: it's more vis it's a more visceral experience it's not as much of a of a of an intellectual experience
1: yes and i but i miss that like i want i want that i want and both hoping- i
0: want both i would love for there to be a tv series so i can get the other one
1: yes That's what I'm saying. But I'm also hoping that there'll be a little bit more of it in the second one. because It doesn't look like it.
0: It doesn't look like it. Because
1: they've set the scene. But it it doesn't look like it.
0: It's 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 but I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, it it looks the the the, I, I saw the interview with Chris Pine where he said the movie is relentless and the movie looks relentless. The movie looks like it starts and things are crazy and then they just stay crazy until the end of the movie. Which I'm fine with, you know, That's uh, ultimately all you need to do for my money is make me, you know, and I said this before, all you need to make me do if I pay my, my ticket, you know, is make me forget about all the shit I got to do at home. Like, yeah. like, like I won't be angry with you as long as you've, you've engaged me. Now, later on, I might, you know, I might start to nitpick you if you suck, but I'm really, I'm, I'm curious to see who turns out for this one. I don't think my stepmother is going to go see Star Trek 2. You know, I and she went to go see the last Star Trek because she was curious, but it's so I, I on one hand, you're well, gonna-
1: that's the thing. I don't think you're getting new for that, like new fans, like people who don't respond to science fiction or fantasy.
0: But you um, did the last time you got people. you got you got people who but, are curious. You got people who are curious about the reason right, the but that's time.
1: not but you're never going to get them for the second go around. Right? So
0: but like, but you you'll all- get
1: someone curious once but you also theory. will
0: have you also will have what I've what I've dubbed the Austin Powers effect, which is that the first Austin Powers did okay, but then everybody saw it eventually on video. And so the second Austin Powers did incredibly. Um <laughs> and and I think that there are a lot of people who didn't go see the first one in theaters, who eventually got around to seeing it, who were expecting nothing and instead got something that they really liked. So I really wonder Maybe. You know, I really wonder how many
1: converts there are.
0: Yeah, I I wonder if, you know, if if you're going to do better or or worse or the same. I mean, I just wonder how it turns out and it's not that long. It's only 2 months. Like like it's it's around the corner. It's closer yeah. it's closer than Christmas was. Like this is happening.
1: I know. Yeah, it's crazy. So, well, and I wonder like here's the thing, like the people who go to see it, like cuz we were cuz initially we were kind of talking about like um, the fans and how we're sort of viewed um like do you still think there'll be those regular people that go to like the midnight show um or will it just be us you know us geeky people you oh, I, know with our you know in our star trek uniforms well um, that's the thing though that you you know, the whole li- the, like living it up
0: the i mean the whole world is us geeky people though i mean i when i went to go see oz today and you don't get much geekier than oz you know, I saw the trailers and it was Tom Cruise in Oblivion, a science fiction future movie and which
1: actually looks really interesting I saw then, the preview for that and, myself and, then, and I was like ooh.
0: And then Will Smith in Oblivion 2: After Earth, which they I don't know why they continually air these trailers back to back. Cuz it's just like whatever trailer airs second you're like I would be like I just saw this. Isn't this that <laughs> isn't this that movie where Earth was destroyed a couple hundred years ago and then some people have to go back on it?
1: <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the Will Smith one now I now I need to look it up
0: yeah it's 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 every time I've seen the Oblivion trailer I've seen the after Earth trailer immediately after Earth um, it's like I it's you know with the Avengers Iron Man goodness guardian Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be the big test for how how far we're willing to go as a mainstream audience um, but I'll talk more about that next time. Um, but that's what
1: I'm talking about. Like mainstream audiences. Right. They aren't. They're not. I don't consider them the same. I don't consider them geeks like me.
0: Yeah, but maybe they're, they're not
1: necessarily they're not necessarily my peeps. Right. Like for me, there's like it's a barometer. Like when I meet someone like if I see someone who's wearing a Star Trek uniform, I fucking know that person is my kind of person. You know what I mean? Like right off the bat. <laughs> I go we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> yeah. But like without that, like, yeah, they might still be kind of geeky, but it's totally not the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause we were talking about like the fans and like the stigma and, you know, the way that we're kind of viewed for behaving that way. Um, whereas for me, I think it's awesome.
0: Well, right? like, and, I and think that's, and is it the dress? Maybe it's just the dressing up because, you know, the, the, the derisive looks, you know, I'm, like I am excited when I see the people dressed up as 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 stormtroopers or as Klingons or as you know Starfleet officers or as you know elves for Lord of the Rings or you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: any like of them. when I, when I went to yeah. go see
0: The Hobbit, there were people dressed up as elves walking around. I was like, this is and badass. that shit was
1: awesome. And I was like, fuck yeah! But I also <laughs>
0: saw the teenagers pointing and laughing at them. Yep, and and that's what I'm
1: saying. Like I feel like that's yeah. I think it's the people who dress up and who are who are, you know, not ashamed to show their love, yeah. you know, that those are the ones that sort of get, you know, I think you get two different responses, right? Like, it's like when you go to RenFest, there are people who go to RenFest because it's awesome. Because you get to dress up, have a good time, drink some fucking meat or whatever, get a big pickle, um, and have fun. And then there are people who actually do go like, and I know some of these people that go to laugh at the other people.
0: And Life. and and I'm and I'm in between. I go to the people who dress up for me at the at the Ren Fair. They're they're part of the they're they're part of the attraction for me. Um, but they are also an attraction somewhat. Like I am there to see them. That's what I'm there to see.
1: Right, but that's not the same thing.
0: Like, like. I am I am there to. I don't dress up. I don't feel like dressing up. Um, uh, but I am there to to. Like, Enjoy
1: the other people dressing yeah. up, but that's not the same thing as like there are people who go like to point and laugh, like that's why they go. I don't understand these people. Did I ever tell you about um, my
0: my friend? That m- you remember Eric, who we talked to? Uh, I think we talked about it on the mm-hmm. episode about about when he worked at the Ren Fair. A little bit. Um, that when he when he did that and and how Klingons would show up. Yep. Yeah. So I guess I won't tell the story again because I told it before. <laughs> go listen to it Um,
1: go listen to that shit
0: but hey I think uh, I think we pretty much touched this one Uh, I uh, um, I'm going to um, call this meeting uh, call this meeting to a close uh, this meeting of Trek uh, that we have done um, over subspace Uh, so if you've enjoyed if you've enjoyed this uh, this this supplemental episode of you need to to close it
1: out right you need to say like the name of the, like the supplemental Trek off of supplemental <laughs> star date blah 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 like you have to come up with a star date like I'm really bad at the
0: star date star date today. Um, <laughs> Dude, uh, the, the reason you name. guys are the reason you guys are getting free stuff right now that we don't normally do is because we are trying to make a movie and we do want to give you a little more. Um, the name of the movie is going to be Trek off the motion picture. It's at Trekoffmovie.com. Um, uh, we've had some very generous donors, uh, um, who have, who have brought us a good part of the way there. We got, uh, as of, as of the time of this recording and let's say of the, the, this posting, cause I'm going to post it in probably two days. We got about 12 days left. Um, Uh, so if you go there they're going to be free episodes that you will not be able to get any other way and in particular the one I think that's going to be the most fun is you and I talking about the six Star Wars movies Uh, uh, we're going to call it a Megasode but really it's going to be like six half hour episodes of Trek off about the six movies Um, and that's going to be for anyone who's a fan of the show it's going to be pretty badass um. Yep. So, uh, there are a bunch of things you can get, uh, ways to get in the movie. Uh, if you are uh, a listener and you've given, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're a listener, if you, you told thank people you, about thank it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, we, you know, we need you. Um, if you've been wondering whether or not to do it, uh, go to trekoffmovie.com. I like to just say, just watch the video. Even if right now I'm not going to sell you on giving us anything, just go watch the video. Um, and then when you're done. I uh, go uh, search Trekoff on YouTube because there's some fun things up there to watch too. Because those are funny. <laughs> um, but uh, in the meantime, uh, thank you for listening to an episode of Trekoff actually about Star Trek, which is good. <laughs> it's about time. And my You know, na- you
1: like it when we talk about the Star Trek on our Star Trek podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin. And
1: my name is Alexia.
0: Trekoff.
1: Check off, bitches!
0: You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the not-safe-for-work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to Geeks. GeeksRadio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment.